Hello, hello, hello. This is Amay, and we are. Are you bored yet? A podcast about a lot of things, and we are here today about five days before Halloween to record something special, a Halloween-themed episode. I have with us our own uh, resident vampire, Akshansh. <laughs> <laughs> hello, uh, Akshansh. Hey, Amay. How's it going? <laughs> <laughs> it's going okay. Uh, I don't think you appreciated me calling you a vampire, but no, I did. I laughed. <laughs> mm-hmm. Fair enough. Yeah. So, Akshansh, yes. do you have anything special planned for Halloween? Well, um, not really. We, I, I did have a plan with a couple of people um, to to watch like a bunch of horror flicks, but that mm-hmm. sort of fell through. I think I'll mostly probably end up watching something by myself. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe The Witch, uh, which is on Netflix, uh, which has your love, uh, Taylor Joy. Oh, yeah, Taylor Joy. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Or, or if Criterion Channel has any nice, um, um, you know, B grade horror flicks, then I could watch those as well. I remember watching one last year, which was, or actually two last year, which were really nice. In, in a fun entertaining way uh but mm-hmm. horrible plot really but yeah those that's pretty much my plan no particular costumey plans for halloween though what about you same really i don't really have any costumey plans for this year mm-hmm. although last year i did dress up as uh, evil abed from community oh nice complete with like the felt beard and everything <laughs> but um no such plans this year well, you could. That was very appropriate because last year was the darkest timeline. So yeah, evil Abed, good, good choice. Exactly. Yeah, that was the joke, and I'm not sure anyone actually got it, but it's okay. Hey, but that's why you have me. Yeah, yeah, that's why I have you. So, Akshansh, what are we going to talk about today? Oh, today we are discussing. I think something that you introduced me to. Mm-hmm. It's Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Yeah, Garth Marenghi's Dark Place. Nice, which, cool. Yeah, I, I kind of tried to pressure you into watching it, <laughs> at least for the sake of this recording, <laughs> so that I wasn't the only one who was uh, just, just just waxing eloquent about this show and just singing its praises about how, how bizarre and weird and delightful this show is. So uh, I'm just going to dive right in into a small uh, brief intro about the show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I do have a lot of thoughts about this show. I'm sure. Because, yeah, it's it's so unique in, in its weirdness that mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> it, it almost feels like something that Adult Swim would make. Um, but it was originally created by Matthew Holness and uh, Richard Ayoade, someone a lot of us who follow British panel shows would know. I, I personally love Richard Ayoade and, and the Noel Fielding uh, partnership on the big, I think it's the Big Fat Quiz or something, right? Yep, the Big Fat Quiz. Yeah, I love them together. They're so funny. Yeah, pretty, pretty, pretty funny. Uh, so these two guys actually created this show. Yeah. And uh, it's basically an 80s horror parody show. 
uh it is part hospital drama part uh, 80s sci-fi procedural and mm-hmm. the most interesting part about it is that it's actually a show within a show so uh <laughs> can you imagine uh the room by uh Tommy Wiseau Wiseau I don't know how it's pronounced Wiseau Wiseau if you're french <laughs> i guess imagine the movie the room but mm-hmm. instead of being played straight you imagine he knew what he was doing all along and he was deliberately spoofing a movie and making a movie that's so bad that it actually circles all the way back around and <laughs> becomes actually good that <laughs> that is gathmarangi's dark place uh, that's a, that's a fun little description for the show uh, i i think it's quite accurate though having watched i think what 80% of it at this point there's not that many episodes anyway there are like six main episodes and then they have a bunch of uh, additional releases it's the wackiest weirdest most surreal <laughs> horror show i've ever watched um and i watched quite a bit of different kinds of uh, you know horror uh, cinema and and tv shows and this one really is miles miles away from all of them it's very unique it's its own thing really i think they might have created a genre all by themselves mm-hmm. uh, it's it's insane really so i may tell us more about maybe the characters on the show so uh, as i mentioned earlier it is actually a show within a show mm-hmm. so uh, each person is playing a person playing another person as uh, <laughs> as uh, as as robert downey junior is in tropic thunder good reference yeah it just came to me nice. um so we have matthew holness who's one of the creators playing garth marenghi mm-hmm. who's this horror author and the show that is within the show is based on his writings so dark place that's why the show is called garth marenghi's dark place yeah and there's also a bunch of like uh, episode commentary from him and richard ayoade's character dean learner <laughs> who's actually garth's publisher and uh, they make the show basically as a pet project uh, they get together they just sort of film it together and they're both so obnoxious and uh, self obsessed and they're just like we're doing something that's going to just propel the human race forward and stuff like that <laughs> um next up we have uh, Matt Berry's character who is Todd Rivers who plays Dr. Lucian Sanchez yeah uh <laughs> His description reads something like improbably handsome with the disconcerting habit of losing lip sync with impossibly coiffured hair and a voice an octave lower than it should be which considering it's a Matt Berry character I think we can all relate to that true yeah uh yeah I I think there's one more character though isn't it the 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 yep. weird lady who walks in and wants to be a doctor i believe or something right yeah yeah she is a doctor she graduated from and i quote here howard college yale <laughs> oh yeah i remember from the first episode <laughs> yep yeah. that is uh alice low as madeline wool an yeah. actress who plays dr liz asher um and she's sort of this character who they uh, used to show how um uh, female characters were treated in like 80s shows she's sort of this stereotypical fluffy blonde character yeah and uh, since this is like a horror comedy show everyone sort of has some kind of psychic powers 
Yeah. Uh, so she's basically a very powerful psychic, but only occasionally, only when it's convenient to the plot, obviously. Yeah. Um, I remember there was an episode, right, where they had like this things flying around and attacking people. Oh yeah, that that episode is iconic. That is the episode where uh, it, it's basically where she goes. They say, they say that she goes haywire and yeah. the psychic powers start uh, manifesting and. Yeah. stuff just starts flying around and attacking yeah. things <laughs> at one point in the episode matt berry uh is shooting things with a gun yeah and the gun gets possessed by her psychic powers <laughs> i remember that and, <laughs> and it just it just starts pointing itself to him so he just <laughs> lets it go pulls out a separate gun from his shoe and just shoots the original gun <laughs> so oh, that should that should give listeners some kind of idea about the vibe of the show <laughs> at this point we're just laughing into our mics <laughs> oh, oh my god yeah it's a fun show uh, yeah but thanks for introducing me to it I, I don't think i would have discovered it otherwise and it's really like this hidden not so hidden piece of gem it's so different from anything i've ever watched and it <laughs> it reminds me of like and it's obviously intentional but i think we discussed this previously as well like i watched this movie a while ago called let's scare jessica to death mm-hmm. and it's one of those old timey horror flicks where everyone knows what's happening and it's just like this b grade movie where you know what's going to happen but it's just like a shitty movie that's that has a cult following now <laughs> yeah and she goes to this town and every person in this town has a bandage on their neck and you know something mm-hmm. is up because that's weird um, and then she goes to this house and then there's a person a lady there who's just like a i guess a nomad or whatever and she's like all dressed in white and she has a guitar mm-hmm. cuz she's like i don't know hippie <laughs> and then there's a portrait of people who used to live there and that mm-hmm. portrait has the same girl who is now standing in front of these people in flesh and you know <laughs> that she's a vampire at that point like you know that but not they, suspicious at all yeah exactly right and <laughs> it is such a dumb movie but it's still so scary sort of and the vibe of both that movie and uh dark place are quite similar so i'll put them in the same universe but i don't think again i, I want to reiterate this cuz it's really important i don't think there is anything ever that i watch which is which is you know it comes close to dark place it's just its own unique thing yeah let's uh, let's talk a little bit about some of the unique touches that uh, go into making the show so deliberately bad <laughs> yeah <laughs> what was what were some of your favorite things akshan just in terms of like stylistic touches that uh, <laughs> i mean you thought were interesting in that respect <laughs> the fact that the author who is got is mm-hmm. is always dressed in these long coats at the start of every episode when he's narrating from a book it's almost like mm-hmm. it reminds you of uh, what is it uh, um lemony snicket and how they have an introduction with with, with each <laughs> book <laughs> except this is even more absurd and then <laughs> you have these uh, doctors who apparently have no time for anything and they all they can do is talk about how they have no time for anything <laughs> and um, and i believe like it's in the second or the third episode where they have this full blown 
and I mean that quite literally, they have this full-blown <laughs> case of this guy who's possessed actually exploding into pieces. That's the first episode. <laughs> Just the prosthetics being used are so insane and so unreal that you can't help but laugh. It's it's not even it's not a horror show at that point. It's definitely a comedy show in vein of a horror mm-hmm. show, and it mm-hmm. ends up doing both. I don't. I mean, it's it's weird. <laughs> That's all I can say. It's just weird. <laughs> I would like to point out the character of Dean Lerner. Who? <laughs> oh yeah, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> by the way by the way that's the most uh-huh. educated name for a person ever like dean learner <laughs> <laughs> yeah and he plays a publisher he plays yeah. uh, god's publisher in the first layer of the show yeah. and as we go into the horror show itself he plays uh thornton reed who is <laughs> some sort of uh hospital administrator who always has a who always has a shotgun with him yeah okay can we take a moment to also appreciate the way richard ayuare fires the shotgun every time it's so unique (laughs) so weird anytime he shows into a room and there's some sort of commotion he just (laughs) points the shotgun at the ceiling and just kablam yeah (laughs) silence (laughs) and it's it's he's probably the actor on the show who acts the worst yeah and it's on purpose because he's supposed to be god's publisher just rattling off lines like he's reading a script and just just completely out of place and it's hilarious it is pretty hilarious yeah i think for me too my favorite character well the first one would be dean learner the second one would be matt berry's character dr sanchez and then <laughs> actually, uh, the guy, uh, what's his name? Uh, Matthew Holmes. Holmes, yeah. Uh, and I think then after that, uh, uh, the the fourth doctor on the show, the psychic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's hilariously low budget, and it's it's kind of ironic that they actually stopped making the show because ratings wouldn't justify the costs that were going into making the show. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It, it, again, like you don't expect this kind of thing to blow up immediately when it starts airing, but True. it takes a few years. It takes it takes a bunch of weirdos on the internet to spread it by word of mouth true, true, to their yeah. friends, like like what we are doing right now. Pretty much, yeah. And hopefully, who knows? Maybe, I mean, this is this is really high thinking, but who knows? Maybe because of this podcast, it will come back again. But that's not gonna happen. <laughs> Uh, we can hope one can hope one can hope Let, let's this is a good uh, point to maybe talk about a show that is in production mm-hmm. and that has its what third season out right now on hulu yeah i think the third season just 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 ended i think or i think it's just gonna wrap up just in time for halloween nice yeah uh and what uh, we're talking about of course is what we do in the shadows uh, if you have heard of it awesome welcome to the gang if you haven't you're missing out. Start watching. Ame, do you want to do a quick breakdown of what the show is about? Um, yeah, for sure. Um, it's basically a show about vampires living in modern-day Staten Island. Yeah. And uh, just the hijinks that ensue as as they try to navigate life in this day and age. And most of them are just pretty out of touch. Yeah. <laughs> and they have this... Um... A person called a familiar who is nothing but like a servant to a vampire. An uh, errand boy. Yeah. In training to become a vampire himself, which is quite funny because a season two reveal, or I guess a season one, 
uh, end of the season reveal uh puts him in a completely different light really <laughs> and mm-hmm. um just just completely gives him the upper hand over these vampires somehow yeah yeah without giving much away i think i think that's all we can say because we don't want to spoil <laughs> the the show for you guys and uh, i mean do you want to actually take this time to uh give us a background on how the show came about because there was a movie that preceded this right with the same name yeah there was a movie called what we do in the shadows which was uh, released in i believe 2014 and uh, mm-hmm. it had uh, a bunch of our favorites actually from from the new zealand comedy scene uh favorites like taika waititi jermaine clement mm-hmm. um and a bunch of their uh, usual collaborators and it, the plot was pretty much identical except they were uh, based out of new zealand so it had a lot of their uh, trademark irreverent humor and similar vibe that has sort of been uh, transported to the show which which i think is based on based in the same universe am i right akshanj uh, oh yeah for sure it's based in the same universe i think it's just like a different I'm not too sure because I'm one of those few people who is actually, I believe, I, I don't know few or not, but I've, I've definitely not watched the movie. But my journey with what we do in the shadows began with the TV show instead, and for me that is like more canon than the movie, perhaps, which is weird because it's actually the movie which was the precipitating point for this whole, uh, I, I guess you could call it universe. Uh, mm-hmm. Another thing I want to quickly note is that Matt Berry is both on Garth and. Uh, on what we do in the shadows the tv show he plays uh, this vampire called Laszlo and uh, has uh, a significant other called Nadja mm-hmm. and there is another vampire called uh, Nando the relentless who is by far the most <laughs> out of touch with <laughs> reality i mean he was he was he was turned during uh, the reign of the ottoman empire so yeah. he's he is the oldest of the group mm-hmm. and he is the self proclaimed leader yeah um matt berry's character is uh, very interesting in the show actually i think he is some sort of nobleman and <laughs> he makes a lot of references to uh being a former porn actor oh yeah and <laughs> he's just <laughs> constantly um constantly horny there's no better way to put it i don't think there is i, th- I think you hit the nail uh, on its head yeah um yeah yeah he's pretty horny on that show <laughs> pretty much all the time <laughs> and very uh, alpha male like really like trying to assert his dominance over everyone and everything especially other vampires um, and then and then you have i don't know the actor's name who played him um but you have this vampire whose ability is to suck out the joy and energy from a room <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure we all know someone like that in real lives the concept of an energy vampire <laughs> um actually didn't exist in the movie they just kind of brought it out for the show and uh, he's he's kind of unique because he doesn't have the same weaknesses as the normal vampires true he can walk during the day he can he can go to a church he can he can work a day job and uh, actually that's where he thrives in his office because it's such a dead end job that everyone is just constantly <laughs> frustrated and he he just feeds on that and it it makes him so strong 
Yeah, it's. I remember one of the episodes. I think in the second season is where he tries to um, just instigate people on the internet by being like a troll. And then there's mm-hmm. another troll that he meets, and the reveal at the end of that episode had me in stitches because it was so funny. I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna tell what it is, but uh, yeah, you should watch it. You should definitely. It watch is. It. it is absolutely worth it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just just for that reveal alone. Yeah. And uh, I believe the show also has some very uh, interesting high-profile guest stars. Oh yeah, uh, our, our resident alien Tilda Swinton, right? Yep, she shows up. There's a lot of guest stars actually. Yeah. Uh, a lot of vampires, a lot of non-vampire characters who show up as mm-hmm. guest stars. Uh, we have uh, Beanie Feldstein from. Uh, <laughs> yeah. From Booksmart, Booksmart I believe, yep, yep, and that's the uh, Lady Bird as well. Yes. Both. Oh, uh, Ladybird. Yes, yeah, she was there. I remember. Yeah, she yeah. was in Ladybird. Yeah, she was her friend. Yep. Which, which is kind of her default role right now, but <laughs> she does it so well. Well, she's playing Monica Lewinsky in that new FX series, The Impeachment of Clinton. So that's that is true. Yeah, that's she's moved on. She's she's doing bigger and better things now. Um, yes. And and then we have like what the cast of the original movie also show up, right? They they do make appearances from time to time. There's yeah. a lot of very interesting uh, guest stars. Um, I haven't personally caught up with season three, but there's there's some very very uh, interesting guest appearances in season three, as I am doing my research right now. Well, okay, <laughs> I'm brutally honest. <laughs> hey man, I'm nothing if not honest. True, true. Okay. So then I think for season three for me as well, I haven't really dived into it. I started watching it, but for some reason or the other got sort of sidetracked. I will get back to it. But if it's anything like the first two seasons, it's a, it's an absolute must watch. Um, and yeah, like I think anyone who has Hulu and does not have Hulu, just, just find a way to like watch what we do in the shadows. It's an amazing TV show. I think our, our listeners are a bunch of creative people. You guys can figure things out for yourself. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, my last piece on this is it's a bit of a segue again. But sure. uh, I would say find a way to watch what you want to watch instead of just just watching what Netflix throws up in its algorithm or whatever any algorithm tells you to watch, make your own choices. That's, <laughs> that's kind of what I wanted to say because yeah. I don't, I truly don't believe in the social media hype machine and like watch whatever is sort of trending on Twitter kind of mentality. Yeah, I agree. And then also uh, for Netflix, I, I've, I started doing this thing where like I go to my profile and mm-hmm. then I just clear out the viewing history completely. So mm-hmm. what that does is it's it sort of resets that uh, suggestion algorithm. Mm-hmm. And in fact, what you can then do is sort of use it to your own advantage. You could potentially maybe, uh, I don't know, watch a couple of things or just play a couple of things mm-hmm. to make the algorithm work for you instead of the other way around. So it can start suggesting you these indies uh you know sort of cinema and and tv shows that it wouldn't have done before because maybe you watched i don't know new girl a couple of times and then it thought that's all you watch that's all you want to watch oh yeah. my god that's yeah. i who hasn't been there yeah yeah that's a that's a great uh, neat little trick and I, I will definitely try that out yeah it's, it's and... nice um that well yeah that's segue aside if um if you are really into 
TV shows or movies which you know are not which are not really hyped up at the moment or or if you just would like to explore something different really that's not being suggested to you as we said by these streaming services or just like you know watch something which you wouldn't generally watch for Halloween you know in that spectrum of maybe from hocus pocus to i don't know the lighthouse then mm-hmm. dark place is definitely the thing for you and if you would like to keep it a little more normy as the kids say and maybe watch a absolutely well written and well directed well acted show about a bunch of vampires trying to survive modern day <laughs> america and staten island and cell phones and such yeah yeah uh, then then what we do in the shadows is is absolutely the best choice to make and the fun thing is that by halloween all of these episodes potentially would be out if not most of them they are they are going to be out uh, oh. i just checked and the last episode uh, of season 3 comes out i believe on uh, october 28th that's perfect yeah 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 so go grab the next person you want to scare and uh, sit their ass down on the sofa well they won't really be scared they'll actually laugh at this they'll part. actually be laughing their asses off yeah yeah but but don't tell them that yeah uh is is the little things really uh <laughs> all right amen do you want to sign us off by saying something witty i can't be witty on command like that akshanch what do you think i am mad berry or something oh well uh can't all be perfect and on that note i think it's a wrap on the halloween special um and we'll see you guys soon bye bye well i'm a man who hates love Looking at the front on a hot summer night. Now he's looking at the back in a town.